Hey guys, and welcome back to episode 21 of The Groove, and today I am here with Dual Dialects. Yes, sir. <laughs> Please Go. introduce yourselves. You want to go first? Yeah. All right, I'll go first. I'm J-Lock. I'm rapper, producer, extraordinaire. <laughs> and you are on with your boy Sino Show, you know, the other half of Dual Dialects, the other rapper, not quite producer, but uh, we're vibing right <laughs> we're now, and we're there. here. We're so, how long have you guys been, like, Apart from du- dual dialects, like as you like, <laughs> I don't even know. It's I like twenty seven twenty started this. Damn, yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time. About. I was I went back like through our text to see like exactly when we started mm-hmm. this. I think March twenty third, twenty seventeen was when you came. It's crazy. With the name. No, that's wild. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. like way back. Yeah, but honestly, me and Locke have known each other like our entire lives. Yeah. We live down the block from mm-hmm. each other. We're childhood friends. So oh. honestly, yeah. du- Dual Dialects has been around since what, 25, 24 years. Twenty five years. Yeah, pretty much. Twenty four years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Basically, <laughs> brothers. Yeah, man. That's my homie. That's my bro for life. Oh, when did you guys start like actually recording it and putting it together? That was like yeah. halfway through my senior year of yeah. high school. Yeah, I had started producing like actual beats. Like I've always been a music student and like, yeah. a music kid, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't start making hip hop stuff until late 2016. Mm-hmm. And then I heard that he was rapping, and I yeah. was like, "Let's start something." <laughs> yeah, there's no reason we shouldn't be doing something right now. Yeah, yeah. No, like Locke said, I I had been writing music for um, like all throughout high school, and um, I think yeah, like. There was a there was a, a freestyle I had done or something that like was circulating or whatever and I guess Locke found out about it and he was like, Yo, we gotta get in the studio and start mm-hmm. something. So that was like twenty sixteen, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Like twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. We had started. a mutual friend named Lil Zay who That's right. Shout out to Lil Zay, man. On. I was like and I heard <laughs> oh that feature. I was like, Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Dude. My boy came up. Yeah, man. So yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, so what was your guys' first beat like you guys ever used and made? I think it was I think it was the jam, right? Yeah. It was the first mm-hmm. like that was the track that started it all. Yeah. The opening track on our first record, the mm-hmm. jam. Go back and listen to that. It's um on spot SoundCloud. It's on SoundCloud. Sound- That's how old it is. Yeah, man. All of our old music. <laughs> SoundCloud. Like, we're, we're classics. Go listen to <laughs> our first ever project, The Intrinsic Had Not. First mm-hmm. song on that album, uh The Jam. That was the mm-hmm. first and I think it was a one take too. It was. Like oh, wow. Locke had come over like I think a weekend or something like that. He had been working on all his beats, whatever this guy. Dude, <laughs> let me just start by saying, if you guys don't know, and most of y'all probably don't, J Lock is the probably the best producer out of Philly that I've seen in a long time. No cap. Not and I'm not even just saying that because he's my boy. Go listen to this guy's work, man. But he came over and this is at like like sixteen, seventeen. Came over a weekend, had like this. Um, I think I had a beat tape. This beat tape. Yeah. Dude, he had a beat tape or whatever. <laughs> Jam was on it. A couple other things were on it, and I remember being like, "Yo, jam is, that's that's dope." Like I was, I was, I was like blown away. I rode to it that day on the bus, and I think we had talked about getting this. We had talked about getting in the radio station at our school and, mm-hmm. and setting it up, whatever, mm-hmm. doing it. And that day we went in. I did it one take, and that yeah. was the jam. Yeah, and that, that was the first beat. The whole like recording process for that album. Damn. Because our high school had a radio station not dissimilar from this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And they had two studios. They had one for recording the radio uh, shows that people had. Yep. And there was a Studio B for, it's supposed to be for recording uh, radio shows to be played later mm-hmm. for, um, when people couldn't like fill their slots at night. Yeah. Um, but it had GarageBand on it. Yeah. <laughs> so we would just go in there and be like, well, yeah. y'all do your thing in there. We're going to be in here. That's right, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Dude. <laughs> exactly. yeah, no. yeah. I would, I would, I had a radio show then, then too, and um, like I would go do, I would do the radio show, get done with that, and mm-hmm. I'm in the other studio, and we're working on whatever tape we were working yeah. on. I think we did like, I think honestly we did like, I don't even know. We did, we did intrinsic in there. I did two. Yeah, you did. I your did two solo, solo stuff mm-hmm. in there, and I think we did, and it might have been we started some stuff off of, um, off the EP, off e- the EP mm-hmm. in there, in uh, uh, lost tapes. Yeah, crazy. To answer your question. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was your radio show? Now I'm curious. Oh my gosh. So I <laughs> Yeah, we each had a different radio show. That's right. Yeah. Oh, you had one too? I have one yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, radio show you Dude, listen, no. <laughs> So in high school, we went to Haverford High. Uh, not the school for mm-hmm. boys. Not, not to be confused. Yeah. <laughs> so Haverford High, I had a show with, oh my gosh. Dude, I don't forget what it was called. 
dude, what was it called? I don't remember. But, <laughs> I don't remember um, what mine was called, but you go ahead. I had, so I had um, two of my other friends, uh, Noah McMahon. That's my guy. If he's listening, I love you, buddy. Um, and then our mutual friend, one of my also close friends, Joey Laces, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out Joey. Joey Laces. Uh, we had a show together and we just, we just bull around, play music, whatever. I forget what it was called. Um, but we would do like, we, we basically would just like play the music that we liked. I was playing hip hop music, whatever. And then I'm a hip hop guy. Noah was like a rock guy. Mm-hmm. And then Joey kind of was like, <laughs> like a co- color commentator kind of thing or whatever. <laughs> and we would just listen to, we would play certain records, whatever, and just talk about them, whatever. And just, yeah. you know, just bull around kind of thing, you That's know? So, so you know, yeah. <laughs> and my radio show is called the Congressional Breakfast Club. <laughs> this is not right. a name that I picked. Dude. Um, but yeah, I had these two friends, Jacob Coffold, Ethan Shapno, and uh, Robbie Lista was another guy who was part of it, but I think he dropped out one of the years, so it was just the three of us yeah. a little bit. Um, and our show was a little bit more lax. We had a segment <laughs> where I think we talked about stocks. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Interesting. Dude, a lot of it was oh uh, me like curating a playlist uh, for like the music side. And then me and Ethan would uh, play Super Smash Bros. on 3DS yeah, in the background. Dude. I feel, I feel, it feels like so long ago, man. But it's just like so funny to think about. Yeah. No, I was like, you guys were talking about some stocks. of the best. So stocks, diverse, dude, dude. <laughs> right? We had like a variety show for everyone. World events. It was crazy. Was it all just like in one episode? You had like <laughs> each segment. Like, okay, now we're gonna play Smash. Dude. Oh, the Smash was just like <laughs> our thing. No one knew we were playing Smash. We, we were so supposed oh to be gosh. professionals, but... Yeah. Oh, man. And, shout, and shout out to Mr. Armine, who who held down the radio station during that time Dude, we, were, yeah. we were kids, mm. man. That guy is honestly one of the other reasons why dialects like, yeah, stay no, together. He, he saw yeah. what we had. He supported that vision yeah. from the start. Gave us our first concert opportunity. Mm. Or I guess not concert, but, you know, first live yeah. uh, state, live live performance opportunity, man. So What was your first live performance? We Ooh. played at the rec center oh gosh. Um, in Haverford. <laughs> Dude. Back in the day. So there was a skate park. It was a skate park benefit show. Mm -hmm. I think there was uh, a skate park that was being shut down. Yes. And we were trying to get funds uh, to keep it going or Mm -hmm. like rebuild a different location. Mm -hmm. And uh, our psych professor at Haverford, uh, Mr. Armine, Mm -hmm. he ran the radio station. Um, Super cool guy. The best. He had a band. Um, I'm blanking on the name right now, but they were super tight. Dude, they were like, like a, a hardcore band. Hardcore, oh, like cool. metal band, mm-hmm. dude. Um, and yeah. he asked us to perform with them. Mm-hmm. That was That's our really first cool. opportunity. Yeah. Huh. It was called, I think it was called Brick by Brick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, oh my God. I still remember it. We used to, they had like these had. little <laughs> flyers, like these little like square page flyers wherever they're headed yeah. out. It's Brick by Brick and Dual Dialects was like on the. Just giving them all That's to my so hands. Cool. Yeah. Oh like, my please come. And then none of them did. It was like, Damn. Formed at the wreck. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was dope. We we and before that we had done that album, that project we were talking mm-hmm. about, Intrinsic, and that was like the release show, kind of. Yeah, it was like the release show of our of that whole album, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It was so yeah, dude. First performance. <laughs> um. So how did you guys go about making your first album? Mm. Um. So <laughs> basically, I produced a lot of beats. Like I was making tapes. Like there was no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of. I had like 10 tracks on that yeah. first one. Um, we used like almost all of them for mm-hmm. that first project. And then like I was in the middle of making the second one. And I was just like, oh, we have this one. We should use this. Yeah. Um, so I would send him the beats like via iMessage. He'd come back to, like the next day with verses. I was I'd be like, all right, crazy. so Damn. we're going to um, block out this time after yeah, school yeah. tomorrow, go to Studio B. Um, record it and then I also had GarageBand on my computer at home so mm-hmm. like I'd go home after that and start mixing it um, a lot of stuff at the time I always forget this I was like producing on my phone I had GarageBand oh for gosh. iOS yeah, dude, he's a mon- I'm trying like, to tell you guys wild. he's a monster <laughs> I was like low-key annoying to be around that year I was just like <laughs> I wouldn't Always hang out. I'd just be like on my phone, like. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, you were you were on like a whole different level. GarageBand on iPhone is like not that easy it's to use. Not. Either. It's really like it. It's a good trading ground. Yeah. Like, for starting out production, like if you want to be good, pick something that's hard to use. Mm. And that way, those limitations will force you to be creative. Words of wisdom from the the scholar <laughs> J Law. But no, yeah, I think. Like he said, he would, so he had the beat tape already done pretty much, he sent it to me. And I was, I, at the time, like in high school, I was writing like 
like in between homework, I was pretty much writing like daily during like lunch. Mm-hmm. I was writing it when I got home. You had notebooks just like I had notebook. I wish I still had yeah. them. I don't even mm-hmm. think I, I don't even think I have them anymore. But I yeah. had like these. We've just transitioned. One of those college ruled like notebooks, like three of them, yeah. full of like wow. just things. Real and I'd been I'd been writing before that. Um, mm-hmm. Before I knew Log was producing, I had been I was on like you. This is like I think the story of most rappers. I was on YouTube looking up the type beats. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> yep. J Cole type beat, Kendrick type beat, writing to those, and then a lot of those I just kind of transferred over. Um, and then I think just off of hearing what he was doing, it allowed us to like kind of figure out what the hooks were going to be, you know, mm-hmm. certain things, certain things we came up with, like, like during, uh, like during st- sessions or whatever, like this yeah. would be a good mm-hmm. hook, this would be good, whatever. So yeah, that's kind of how it all came together. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And being like the, the old friends that we are, yeah. it's like, it makes it super easy to collaborate in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Like we'll be in the studio. We're like, mm, maybe we should change this. Maybe we yeah. should have this be the hook instead. Mm-hmm. We change this line. Cause that's you know that's just the producer mm-hmm. in me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll take ideas that you already have and like try to right. change them to fit like what we're really trying to do. Oh yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. So how do you start like figure out figuring out like what lyrics you want mm. in the songs? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to figure it right now. Yeah. So <laughs> me and Locke are kind of in the middle of. So, dude, how do I say it? So. Lock and I have been, like I said, Dialects has been around since we were in high school. Mm. So Locke and I have been making music together for a long time. But when we, that was like our junior, your junior year, my, your senior my year, senior my junior year. year. Yeah. Mm. So we were both getting ready to go to college. Mm-hmm. And when we went to college, I went to St. Joe's down the block. You know? And I went to Boston. Right. And so we were kind of <laughs> oh, distant God. from each other. Yeah. Um, so we're now in the process now of trying to like mm-hmm. sort of do our first project back together mm-hmm. in the same room kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but... Like, I think the thing with Locke and just how I've always written is I kind of let things come to me as, mm-hmm. co- as cliche and as corny as it sounds. <laughs> I'll let whatever, like whatever comes to me will come to me. And that usually starts with melodies. I'm a, I'm a, I'm the, I, I start with the hook first all yeah. the time. That's I'm what we big, have right now. We have a bunch of hooks. Bunch of hooks. <laughs> bunch of them. Um, I start with the hook first because that's the thing that's going to get people caught. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially people who aren't necessarily big fans of like the backpack, boom, bap, hip hop. We do try and give them something that they'll enjoy. Um, and melodies will just come to me first and foremost and then i'll try and sort of it whatever i'm kind of in the mood for writing about or whatever topic i'm thinking about i'll start trying to piece together things that kind of relate to that topic Mm -hmm. and then uh from there it's like just start trying to just start trying to find the best punch lines metaphors (laughs) like double entendres triple entendres i can as as i go through things you know one thing i think i try to do now too is um i'll like do a lot of voice memos so mm-hmm. i'll do i'll do like a hook if i have a, if i have one do a voice memo just mumbling or something like try and get that melody for what the lyrics are, the, the verse is going to sound like and mm-hmm. then just sort of go back in and sort of tie things together tie those loose ends yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome yeah do you ever build off of like freestyling or do you just like oh yeah oh all the time <laughs> oh, back in the day so this kid <laughs> we man, I, I i've never seen this i really hope <laughs> that like at least once in my life i would, I would experience this and i did mm. he's like he used to be so fly at, know, at freestyling dude. and there was one time when i caught him and the aforementioned Lil zay in the hallway that's right like, Shout battling to oh my god and they oh had like gosh. this kid who could beatbox it was like so it was like the coolest yeah. thing that's i've ever awesome. seen we was dude i it was like I, out of a movie yeah dude i want to tell me me and lock are both from the county we're both from havertown and when i tell you that i thought that year havertown was going to be like the next like atlanta like the next yeah. like mm-hmm. big pot like the big <laughs> scene where rappers were like, coming up Delco Dude. just like kind of generates Delco, like bro. talented musicians for some reason. Delco of all places. I'm a Delco okay. too, where so you, I know. Where are you from? Yeah. Innerboro. Oh, where? dude, come on. Yeah. You know. So I know. <laughs> it, it was. It's like one of those things where it's like I, I freestyling, I, I did a whole lot because mm-hmm. in high school, I didn't really have like, I had a lot more free time than I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did a lot of, I watched a whole lot of um, Sway's radio station. Yeah. Uh, LA leakers where they had all the like the big names and also a lot of underground people freestyle and I would watch them all the time mm-hmm. like I remember watching like the Chris Rivers freestyle like over and over and over and over again <laughs> yeah. like you know what I mean and I just kind of I, that's kind of like where I started picking that stuff up you mm-hmm. know what I mean yeah also you remember that St. Joe's like hip-hop night we went to yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah that was like a big inspiration that's, oh my also. gosh dude you're pulling out <laughs> stuff that like I thought about in yeah. years mm-hmm. yeah dude my my mom works at St. Joe's, so oh. that was kind of so. Me and Locke have been like 
we we like growing up we were in St. Joe's all the time too. Yeah. yeah. And even I remember before like, like we even thought about doing this. Yeah. And at the time my mom was running uh be uh the OML, which is now like the BSU CID kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And they used to have like things like talent shows, hip hop nights, whatever. Oh cool. And that was like one of the things that me and Locke would go to and like people used to freestyle there too. Like there are a lot yeah. of people who I grew up with who are rappers now that were doing that same kind of stuff that like we're just like mm-hmm. the students of my mom, you know? So yeah. yeah. I guess that's what I wish like Jefferson would do. There's like no musical outlet oh, here, man. and I'm like, oh, like there, I know, I know. There's so many people here. There's gotta be like, yeah, yeah. there's oh, yeah. gotta be like yeah. some people. Like we try to do open mic nights, no one oh, comes. Damn. I'm like, bro, that's the worst. <laughs> I I also when afraid I, when I was yes, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's judging. They're here. afraid is <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, no, they are though. But at St. Joe's, I also did radio at St. Joe's too, mm-hmm. and we used to do this thing called um. We used to do open. We used to do open mics, and we also did. Um, uh, we called it um, Radio Fest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we used to have like bands perform or whatnot, mm-hmm. and yeah. like we had people that were local, um, like local pe- bands that were local, and then also like other students perform and stuff like that. And um, they would be it would be the same kind of thing. Just get in people who like do yeah. like to do music on campus, like do it all together. Especially the open mics, man. Mm-hmm. Some of the best times I had back uh, in college. I wish people would come to them. You gotta, you gotta get them started, man. I know. The groove has to like Damn. put together a, a <laughs> groove open mic. We'll yes. show up. Dialogues will be there. Yeah, we'll, we'll come it. in and we'll come in and we'll start it off. That bust would be it wide awesome. open. You know? We we are in talks of doing something for like rap and stuff. Okay. So right. keep the dialects posted. The yeah. Dialects. <laughs> um. So, how do you start with your beats? Like, where do you get the inspiration? And everything for them. Um. So I pull a lot of just like sonic inspiration from like a lot of the music that I grew up mm-hmm. listening to. Like my, my parents are like old school hip hop heads, yeah. yep. like nineties, uh, <laughs> Tribe Called Quest, De La, Jungle Brothers. Yeah. Um, and there's a little bit of like 2000s influence in there too, like mm-hmm. Doom, Little Brother, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of that like old school, like dusty, um, boom bap kind of sound. Um, and then like the way I start, is virtual crate digging so mm-hmm. instead of like going to actual record stores and like going through all the records and like pulling them out and putting them on the thing and like listening to <laughs> like that, i will just go on youtube there's people who like have entire channels dedicated to just like putting their vinyl collections That's really just cool. on youtube and i'll just like go through them if i hear something i like i'll download it i'll put it into my mpc i'll chop it up and hopefully I make something good instead really of this cool. guy. He says hopefully, but J Lock has n- I've never heard a bad J Lock beat ever. <laughs> I don't send you those ones. So <laughs> I just put them in the trash. Yeah, I, yeah. Drag okay. in my little trash. He's the best, dude. I'm trying to wrong. tell you guys. Go through that trash, and they're <laughs> probably all good. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to tell you. Lock is his, is his biggest <laughs> critic. I, I I kid you not. Like this guy has sent me. We 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 made like songs that I think are maybe not our best songs, but it wasn't because of the beats. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> I actually can't disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Oh so gosh. would you ever do the physical way of doing it? Or would you, pr- I'd, do you I'd prefer I'd love to try it? It's just a matter of like the technology. Yeah. Um, Everything's digital now, mm-hmm. which is cool. But it's also like the analog ways, they're harder to come by. They're a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just easier to do it the way that I do now. But yeah. Um, if we ever start making money off of this thing, I'd definitely invest in yeah. that old stuff. Because it's just like there's something about doing it analog yeah, man. that mm. has like a different feel to it. Those physical yeah. copies are so like, mm-hmm. I just, they're so like, you can get so much sound out of them. They're very yeah. like, I don't mm-hmm. know. They're like, they're made for it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Kind of thing. I want to yeah. like, if I ever become known enough to do like Rhythm Roulette, I don't know if you've like heard of that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. There's this thing that Mass Appeal does where they get producers in, um, they bring them to record shops, they have them pool. Three, they blindfold them, have them pull three no. records at random, and then they have to make a beat out of each one. And I've actually done that mm-hmm. uh, just like through YouTube um, as cool. like a final project for a hip hop class I was in, mm. actually. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I think it was the beat that I used for um, Shaka's project that I produced, mm. um, Shaka D Cakes. We had a project called uh, Super Henge uh, recently. And I produced a whole bunch. I like produced the whole thing for him. Yeah. And the beat for Surahime uh, was done uh, through Rhythm Roulette. Mm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Would you ever do that again? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it would be risky because what I found was kind of gold. But, you know, that's like the beauty of it. You can mm -hmm. find something that's amazing. You can find something that's like entirely unusable. But <laughs> it's really inspiring to see like really good producers. Like I saw Ninth Wonder uh, do one. He pulled like a country record. I'm not the hugest country fan. But what he did with that was incredible. Like wow. it was like he changed the genre entirely. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> well, so do you like both prefer doing it? analog like not analog doing it like digital now because mm. like it's it's very easy yeah. now mm -hmm. to do it digitally yeah uh, it's very quick which i think i enjoy um it's not so much that trying to figure out what i'm trying to say here <laughs> it's less so about like having to go get like a physical thing mm -hmm. bring it in uh, do whatever I have to do with it because when you pull that that digital file from wherever you're getting it and then you put it into your MPC that process is all pretty much the same mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like MPC what I have here on my shirt <laughs> yeah. like a little beat machine you like you can take an audio file put it in chop it up and then assign all those little slices of the audio to um, this grid of pads and then you can play them all individually and that's kind of like the old school way mm -hmm. of producing. That's what mm -hmm. I like best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I so, think, yeah, for you, like writing. Yeah, I think it's, a, I think for me, digital is probably the way to go because, mm -hmm. you know. It's so easy. It's yeah. easy yeah. to share ideas you know between I mean? us. Yeah. And it's like, it, it, when you're, Locke and I don't live like right next door yeah. anymore. Yeah. But like, we live, like, digitally, I can like send them whatever I'm writing right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I could be like, oh, I wrote this. Like, what do you think of this? Add to this, you know, mm -hmm. change something here or whatever kind of thing. Um, and he can also send me stuff so easily that I, I can sit at my leisure kind of then write things out. Yeah. I think right now, now that we are like more in like, like close quarters, you know, back in Philly together kind of thing, we're trying to like do this next project a little more in person. Yeah. Um, I've been talking about having like a weekly meetup yeah. where we just hang out like on a Wednesday um, to however long you can stay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, be producing in the background, you right. be writing, come together. Yeah make something cool because that's how the best projects that like we both love and both are inspired by mm -hmm. have come together trying you know? to get back yeah. to the roots yeah you know <laughs> so yeah cool um so do you still like play these songs that you wrote for dual dialects like now like <sighs> yeah. yeah i mean I, <laughs> I love going back to listen to them yeah it kind of like not only is it a time capsule but it's just like cool that we did it mm -hmm. yeah dude that's... like it's just sometimes you just gotta step back and yeah. like appreciate what you've made yeah with, like someone who like means a lot to you yeah mm -hmm. i i think at retweet brother but i think <laughs> i think also like for me it's like it's so interesting because like like Locke was saying like we're inspired a lot like heavily and this is i'm, I'm for all the listeners or whatever i'm gonna tell y'all that we are students of the game we're inspired <laughs> by common little brother doom you know yeah. tribe called quest like mm -hmm. all these like great great artists um and i think when we first made our like first initial like project that is kind of like the sounds we were pulling from, mm -hmm. but it's our first project. So they all sound very, I, I don't want to say they're not bad. They just sound a little juvenile, you mm -hmm. know, like we're more mature now. We have more yeah. mature sounding voices. But it almost makes it sound like it's almost the most interesting sonically. Yeah. Just because yeah, of yeah, like yeah. the samples that For I was sure. pulling. I pulled a lot from like music. My dad, uh, raised me on. Yeah. That wasn't mm -hmm. like even necessarily hip hop. Cause you can't, you don't want to sample hip hop. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad has like a real kind of esoteric taste in music. So a lot of those samples <laughs> were real weird. Esoteric is esoteric is like is downplaying it, bro. <laughs> Dude, your dad is a, like a st we're students of the game, but your dad is like a student. My dad is of, the game. He is the game. <laughs> but no, like I think, you know, and juvenile might be too harsh of a word, but it's like yeah. it's just like it's so nice to go back and like listen to mm -hmm. things that we did and I can hear them now and I'm like, oh man, like this sounds so good, but we could have done this differently. Mm -hmm. Or like or like certain times, like because I'm such a, I'm so, fo I'm very focused as a writer on trying to make the most like engaging lyric yeah. or the most like punchline lyric kind of thing that I'll hear them. I'll hear the punches and I'll be like, oh man, that was nasty. Like <laughs> that was filthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wish I would have saved that for like another mm -hmm. project down mm -hmm. the line. Um, because you know, like, you know, people, people might not necessarily hear that stuff in our yeah. older music, you know? Um, but as far as like some of the newer stuff we've done, mm. I mean, my favorite project that we've done together um, is uh, Duology. That was our like 
kind of our our third our third project third, our second third album. project second album mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i i encourage everybody to go on back on soundcloud type in <laughs> do dual dialects that's d-u-a-l-d-i-a-l-e-x all capitals <laughs> look up duology play it front to back it's some of the best music we've ever done mm-hmm. um some of it's a lot of it not even a lot of it all of it i think still holds up you mm-hmm. know what i mean and we made that back in like right when we were going to college 2018 yeah, 2019, 2019 2019 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so wow. like it still holds up and um, that was like a lot of the writing process for that was remote yes because we were yes. like in school yeah yeah it was it so was we wrote it separately and then that summer we came together and we recorded it my that house. is so crazy to think yeah, yeah that really is how it went down yeah but a lot of that that those songs are like some of my favorites yeah mm-hmm. um and i also think the most recent thing we've done on jlock's solo uh, tape mm-hmm. a little plug to jlock yes. for all those who don't use soundcloud <laughs> and don't want to go that route i understand i get it we're coming we're coming to other forums and networks don't worry in platforms yeah, we're stepping the game up. go to spotify apple music mm-hmm. anywhere anywhere music is sold mm-hmm. go yeah. type in jlock j-a-y-l-o-c-k you can either listen to those who wake or those who sleep and you'll on those who wake you'll find a song called hop the turnstile which is kind of our 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 our, tr- our first track back as dual dialects mm-hmm. on his solo tape and that is like probably honestly my favorite pro- pro- thing we've done yeah. up to date it's, it's so good it's great you know so it's so fun too like when the few opportunities i've gotten to perform as jlock so mm-hmm. far mm-hmm. both times hop to turn style my favorite track to do last <laughs> so good mm-hmm. if we're, it's just great you know what i mean it's it's a good track man so you talked about like being able to go back and listen to them and like look at the lyrics and yeah. like beats and stuff. Do mm-hmm. you still like kind of build off of that? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like so. I think the thing with dialects that <laughs> I tried early. <laughs> I'm laughing because he knows what I'm talking about. I think early on, I, I like I studied music marketing in school. Um, and like I think one of the things about being an artist is you want to have like that brand identity kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and early on, I tried to do that. In ways that did not necessarily work. <laughs> Try to have little uh, uh, taglines and slogans and, and all kinds of things. I did not make it into the projects <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Dude, uh, for a lot of people, for people who don't know, uh, Jadakiss like and like there's a lot of people who have this, but people have like signature things. Like Jadakiss has his laugh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that's his thing. You hear that, you know, it's Jadakiss. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think of people, people, things that people know, but um, like. Uh, how like Edison Pack does like the yeah, yes law thing, you know. Yeah. You, you can yeah, tell, like right? Like having like yeah. little tags that people and do. Mm-hmm. One, the one I tried to do and try to get over was <laughs> was a, okay. It goes a, yeah, yeah, a whoop whoop. It didn't go well, there's, bro. No, there's, it oh, didn't no. go. Well. I heard that. I was like, bro, it didn't go there's, well. There's no way I'm letting you record that on my you, microphone. You y'all let us know in the comments if we should bring back a yeah, yeah, a whoop whoop, and we'll we'll. <laughs> Or don't. Oh my god. Or don't. You can, just, you you ever can just not go, even acknowledge it. If you ever go to a J Lock show, listeners say that. Yeah, if you come to J Lock, go come to J Lock show. You call them my show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you say a yeah, yeah, whoop, whoop? I'm oh not performing gosh. anymore. That's I'm dropping drop off the, the mic and leave. <laughs> I'm packing up my stuff. But I'm going home. I say that to I say that to say, uh, there are other things that we do a lot of that like we we try and like keep keep using like. I, the tagline like Lex for Life, we mm-hmm. do that a lot. Mm-hmm. One time for your mind, which is not ours, that's like a thing for, yeah. of hip hop, but we do yeah. that a lot. Um, things like that. Like so, there are a lot of things that we try and build off of. And then there are other like times where I like will hear lyrics that I've written, and I'll be like, oh, this was really cold. This was a good. This was a good, you know, punchline or whatever, good mm-hmm. um, metaphor, or whatever. But maybe the setup wasn't good, so I'll, I'll refurbish it for something else and use it again for another mm-hmm. another track. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely try and you know take stuff that was good because yeah. we, we were dope then we're dope now but you know <laughs> always have an opportunity to sound better than we did the mm-hmm. last project yeah. i will say i used to be against tags but as you know i do have one now. oh yeah I, I have a i have a producer tag yeah <laughs> any 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 j lock beat yeah that's how you know it's his dude mm-hmm. and and i, I try to t- and you know it's funny i said to him we need a tag and he was like, yeah, but it's not going to be a yeah, yeah, whoop, whoop. But yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe we take that, we shorten it. To <laughs> just, just yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Yeah is the best. Yeah is the best. That's and maybe we don't sound so excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you know. Now when I listen to your songs, that's all I'm going to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Every song. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like Pharrell's four count, bro. Yeah. It's, you know, it's signature. It's tag. Yeah, dude. So you guys are always writing or yes. making beats. So where is the weirdest place you have written lyrics or made a beat? Oh, man. Do you have one off the top of your head? The weirdest place? I don't... I mean, being a GarageBand for iOS kid, <laughs> there's like almost nowhere 
I could think of that I haven't produced. Yeah, like, I've crying. probably been on a boat making beats <laughs> at some point. <laughs> dude, I was about to say, like, I think this is actually so funny to me. The, ah, oh, dude, Laga's gonna laugh, but I am like notorious for like saying, oh, I'm gonna have something written and like not having it done <laughs> or, or like having it done right that second. But that's just the way I've always been with writing because things have to come to me. Mm-hmm. I, re- I wrote, um, I wrote this song that we did. Um, what is it called, bro? Um, it was it was off intrinsic. Uh, dude, what is it called? I'm blanking. I don't know my music. <laughs> no. See, what what's the song about? Uh, uh, it's 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 the one about the rap battle. Oh, uh, okay. Um, what is that called? Did I win? Did I win? <laughs> oh my god! I I wrote "Did I Win" in high school, on the way to a field trip on the bus either the same day or the day right before we recorded it. Wow. I was writing it on the bus. The whole thing, in full. I was like, I think I'm hazardous, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> um, did I win? Just you making know? up a guy. Wrote the, whole thing on, wrote the whole thing on the bus and then like recorded it the next day. Mm-hmm. I've done that. The, our most recent song that we just did, I didn't have the, the third verse for it or my, like the last part of my verse for it. Yeah, he was like writing it while yeah. the mic was hot. I, I, wrote it while the, I wrote it while I was recording the other verses. I, I'd started writing it on the train on the way to Log's Place to finish recording the song. Like, <laughs> I write anywhere, but whenever whenever it hits me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I think I've written, I've definitely written, like, during class before. Yeah. For sure. Like, I've definitely written during lectures mm-hmm. 100% of the time. My writing process is a little bit different where I just have, like, one note called uh, Lock Thoughts. Mm. There, oh. I just, like, random ideas go in it as they come to me wherever I am. Yeah. So I could be like, I, I've been at Disney world. <laughs> I <have> an idea. <laughs> just write it out. Yeah. That's actually, I think the opening track off of those who sleep, one of the, um, one of the punchlines in there came while I was at Disney. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's no. really cool. Which is weird. Cause it's <laughs> such like a sad project. <laughs> that is funny. No, I, I have the same thing. I have voice memos where I have like, cause there's a lot of bars that I don't use or a lot of punches that like, Oh, these are going to be good, but I have to finish them. Mm-hmm. I just have like the, the setup in verse, yeah. the setup mm-hmm. and uh, there's punch. A lot of that, yeah. I have a lot of, I have a notes app full of them and I have, I would read them out, but I don't want people to steal them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have a voice memo where I just, it's a, it's an ongoing voice memo. And I just, I just add to it every time I think of one. It's like, mm-hmm. I think it's like 10 minutes long. <laughs> You know, you gotta scroll that, through the whole thing. Oh my gosh, dude. it's funny. They're so bad, but they're like they're gonna be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have potential, but they're just terrible <laughs> right now. I have a voice memo. This is completely unrelated. I have a voice memo. <laughs> it's like an hour long. Oh god! Was, I was trying to like record fully of like me opening my front door <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason. I thought I was gonna use it at the beginning oh of the track gosh. or something. That's um, so funny. And what I didn't realize is that the top lock on the inside of the door was like locked <laughs> so <laughs> i like go down the stairs i close the door it locks and i'm just like my phone's at the top of the stairs <laughs> recording everything so i have, I have a, like one hour voice memo of just like oh no and then just silence that is so just like ambient noise that's so funny. If Dual Dialects ever does an ASMR album, that's gonna be on it. I'll be it's first track. That, that one track. We'll we'll do like the Andre 3000 and yeah. we'll do like a flute album or something. Mm. You know, that'll be on there. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I gotta put that to use somewhere. <laughs> so, what other musical things do you guys do outside of Dual Dialects? Oh, well, I'll let, I'll let you take this <laughs> yeah. one, sir. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I'm in this band. You may have heard it. <laughs> it's called Bristol. The tooth is loose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's my main other thing that I do outside. Um, this band that I joined like about two years ago now um, with my best friends other than you. Ah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we play around Philly, and it's a real cool time. We just had two shows this weekend, and it's yeah. going pretty good. They're, they're <laughs> phenomenal, too. I've been to their shows. They're fantastic. Shout out to Cullen, Dom, and Sam. Mm-hmm. Yes, awesome shout guys. out. The gang. Wrestletooth. The gang. They're, they're dope. They're dope. Yeah. They're really good. I'm seeing them all tonight for the Super Bowl. That's right, boy. Super Bowl? I'm watching it on Nickelodeon. I don't like bro. either one of the teams. Yeah, dude, yeah, forget. I don't, I don't care. Nah, I'm just dude. there for my friends. Yeah. <laughs> not a Chiefs fan, not a Niners fan, but, you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll celebrate, I guess. Yeah. Should have been in it, but... Hurts. I'm excited for Usher. That's what I'm excited for. Dude, I'm excited for Usher, too. That's what I'm excited He's going to come out and be like, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I um I in that time frame where me and Locke kind of weren't um 
like making music together in mm-hmm. person during college all throughout college i realized like you know i didn't have to always write rap mm-hmm. and i became a songwriter for a little bit so i've written not i've written songs for other people i've written songs with people who don't necessarily make rap like people who do r&b people who do like um more indie stuff so i've written i've written i've written a couple of songs here and there but i, I haven't done anything like official mm-hmm. you know any official releases since since dialect just a ghostwriter yeah pretty yeah. much just a ghostwriter <laughs> in the shadows you know in the back but yeah, yeah that's yeah. pretty cool um how do you guys mix this those talents with dual dialects um, or rapping yeah yeah i mean anything can be used as influence in in hip-hop i feel like because mm-hmm. hip-hop is such like um it's like a an art that borrows from all other types yeah. of art yeah um so like all the stuff that i've learned going to music school like being a musician and like all different practices um it all translates Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i'll play bass sometimes live on a track um or i'll use like some knowledge of of different genres to be able to like to pull like cool samples from stuff that people wouldn't think to use Mm -hmm. right um so that's that's kind of where that uh leads to yeah and I, th- I think like there are, there are, there are, there are, like I said, like I've written for other people, but there are parts of like, uh, songs that I've written that aren't for dual dialects spe- specifically that I've pulled melodies from, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, um, like Locke said, like hip hop is a very like over encompassing, immersive mm-hmm. kind of like genre. So like you can, you pull things from anywhere and, um, anything can be inspiration. Anything can be mm-hmm. repurposed. You know what I mean? I guess you would say. So yeah, I mean, I use, I use anything, anything, anything mm-hmm. I've written can be put in a dialect track for sure. So, me and you both love the Jungle album. Yes. The new Jungle album. I was album. wondering if we were going to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, my gosh. So good. But that's an example of, like, something you like. Yes. What is, like, mm-hmm. some stuff in that type of genre that you can, like, pull from? So, mm-hmm. there's a track on there called Dominoes that I love. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Dominoes, <laughs> such a Dominoes is so cool because it's like a hip-hop song yeah. where they use the sample for the entirety of it. But it's, like sung the entire time mm-hmm. um i think lydia kiddo uh, lydia kiddo is her name the singer yeah um she has a great voice it's mixed really cool um and i've been like floating the idea up to you um about like getting more into like r&b kind of mm-hmm. oh, yeah. styles like mixing that with what we already have yes sir because um, you're so good at writing hooks <laughs> there's no really reason crazy. we couldn't like have fully like moving away from hip-hop but like still keeping the spirit of what we do for in that kind of vein i tell Locke all the time if i could sing dual dialects would be like a singing group like you know (laughs) what i mean um i tell and i've told Locke this a million times too like i'm a big i'm a student of the game with hip-hop for sure i'm also a big student of neo soul i love Mm -hmm. like um the roots i love uh eric badu d'angelo people like that uh music soul child Dude, I could go on and on. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite albums of all time is Yes Lord by No Worries, which is interesting. Oh, No Worries and, is fan- and fantastic. And that's like so good of the neo soul groups. Like it's them and the internet are my favorites. The internet. Moonchild oh too. my mm-hmm. god, Moonchild, bro. Yeah. I go on and on. I just found these guys recently, or this guy recently. His name is Mike M M Y Y K K. Hottest oh. dude. You heard him? Yes, yeah, so good. Soulmates. You heard that? Heartstrings. Mm, I might have. Dude, I don't remember. He might. <laughs> he might be one of my. He might be like no, one of my so favorites good. out right now. Yeah. There's this guy, mm-hmm. uh, Devin Morrison. He's super dope. This guy, Devin Tracy. Like, there's a, there's a lot of like other like yeah. forms of music right now, and and we're in a time period now where it's like a lot of like there's a lot of overlap already with genres mm-hmm. that like you it, it opens you it expands your then the like the um the opportunities to like do more things like yeah. Amina yeah. just did his project with Kate Trinata mm-hmm. or whatever where they're doing a lot of like I don't say house but it's like. It's like very electronic, yeah. very dance heavy. It's got heavy, that influence because Keishinata is like primarily a house artist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but Amine is like someone who I would consider like a, not a backpacker per se, but he is like. He's got that spirit. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's of that like new form of rapper who's not necessarily, I want. I hate to use the term mumble rapper. I hate to use that term, <laughs> but not somebody who's, you know, someone who's like lyrical in a more flexible way yeah. is what I would say, yeah. you know? So I think. I think in that respect, I try and, and I think we both try to pull from like that kind of mindset of mm-hmm. how do we make things sound authentic to who we are, you know, authentic to the the, the, the people that inspired us growing up, but also sound intri- intriguing and like interesting to yeah. like people of like today's, you know, 
today's today's consumer you know i guess no yeah i'm so excited that i finally have like you guys on here because i feel like rap is the most like diverse yeah sort of genre like what you were saying like the lines are completely blurred when it comes to this genre like you can do anything you want with it oh for sure Andre 2000 said it best they think that rap is all guns and alcohol i said hell no (laughs) i don't know if i can i cuss is that you're right oh let's go dude i'm holding back i try not to do it that much I wasn't sure after the uh, Dom incident. Oh, God. <laughs> what did I miss? Oh, it was, he was just... <laughs> literally, I said, so this is no longer, like, solely through my school, so it's allowed. Yeah. But Bristol Tooth, when I interviewed them mm. the first time, it was through my school. So there was, like, yeah. no cursing, nothing. Right. First, like, two minutes like, two into minutes, the interview, yeah. like, Dom perps, and then just curses like yeah. immediately says like the <laughs> biggest no word yeah that is so but funny, it's all right bro. i'm crying That's <laughs> i think i Only kept him. it in yeah, too you did. You did. i was like uh, i don't care it's funny like, <laughs> about to start cussing up in here just to just because to save some time you know <laughs> catch up no, <laughs> well i felt like it set the mood for the interview it like did, i had really to keep did. it in. yeah i mean if there's anything that's gonna be like a bristle tooth interview it's gonna start out that way guys are some crazy boys man oh yeah awesome Yes. Tooth. <laughs> um. So I like stalked your Instagram. Oh, word. J-Lock. And it said that your USB lost everything like a long time <sighs> yeah. ago. Shit. Yeah. No. I've. <laughs> this is so sad. I've had two major SSD losses in my life. Um. The first one, I lost all of the old Dual Dialex Project files, and the second one, pretty much. Every project file from the beat tapes that I made from, like, throughout college, basically, mm-hmm. I lost them. Damn. Um, Damn. Which is really tough, but, like, it's also an opportunity to have a fresh start. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how uh, the, the J-Log solo stuff started. Oh, like, really? I took that as an opportunity to just be like, all right, I'm done just, like, making beats for people. I'm going to start doing my own thing again. Mm. And that kind of led us to where we are yeah. now. The same thing happened to RZA. Of the Wu Tang, mm-hmm. the producer of the Wu Tang, and that's kind of like how he ended up making their their whatever album Triumph was on, yeah. or whatever. So it's like you know, it's just it's a it's a it's a sad thing to lose all that stuff. But then it's like those the opportunity to have a J Lock solo album has yeah. led us to some of well, led him and myself. I I like to think that you know J Lock is the J Lock solo stuff is an extension of dual dialects. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it's led it's led to some of the best music I've ever heard yeah. from this man. So I mean, you know, but yeah, lose but let, more stuff. Let this be yeah. a lesson to everyone who like produces. <laughs> Save your stuff in more than one location. <laughs> Get two hard drives if you have to. It's worth it. Man. That sucks, though. It's very sad, yeah. yeah. Like, I would have been like, oh, my God. Like, about to throw up. Was, <laughs> That's horrible. I was devastated. Oh, God. That's um, crazy. So you used to use GarageBand. Yes. What programs do you use now? So now I use Logic, uh, mm. primarily for mixing. Everything I do beats-wise is done in MPC. So I have what's called an MPC... Uh, Studio Black, which is like a little MIDI controller. It looks like uh, a box with an array of 16 squares mm-hmm. on it. Um, it's like what I was describing earlier. You can tap up uh, audio file, assign all the little pieces to these yeah. squares and play them out. You can put drum sounds on there. Um, and that's how I do everything. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And then when I go into uh, Logic, I take all those stems, like the kick, the snare, the hi-hat, the sample chops, I put those all as individual files and then I can mix it. I can add like uh, effects. Mm-hmm. I can put like MIDI stuff over it to make it real cool yeah. sounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys have been friends since like forever. Since, childhood, since like yeah. pre-K. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys like to do with each other outside of music? Shamrock oh, um, shakes. Oh boy, can I wait till March. Job's coming up. Yo, that's, like, that's like our tradition. I think people don't like, so I think people don't understand. Like, I feel like a lot of bands are like this where they either like were friends before, but me and Locke are like actual brothers pretty much. Yeah. Like yeah. that's my, like we grew, like he, we grew up together all the time. So I've been yeah. on vacation with him. He was Not like vacation. five minutes down the street from five minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've been on vacation with him and his, his parents or whatever yeah. kind of thing. Like we grew up together. Um, so I think growing up, like, it was always for us like video games. Yeah. Like I remember we used to watch uh, so much SpongeBob. We watched in, in your basement. <laughs> oh my god, we watched yeah. so much SpongeBob <laughs> in my basement as a kid, dude. We had video games, yeah. Star Wars, mm-hmm. movie, like we used to watch Star Wars all the time. Like we love fighting games now. Street Fighter, fucking Wario War, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. All the time, and now it's Smash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a, it's like we, that's the staple. Yeah, we grew up, <laughs> and I think you know 
the essence of us like mm-hmm. being childhood friends has never gone away kind of thing yeah it's still the same thing we do now you know yeah i think hopefully like moving forward once we get some of these shows together and hopefully mm-hmm. do some more like live stuff as a dialects together we can do like some more like uh just more like uh just more cool stuff in that yeah. in that arena too just together mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but yeah man i'll do anything with this brother man that's my guy <laughs> you know yeah mm-hmm. so no, but the Shamrock Shakes, I'm excited. Oh my gosh, too. Yeah. They, they were our, they were our like our Every favorite thing. Every year they things. come back around. I'm like, yo, yeah. <laughs> you would, you would think emoji. there were, there have been times. Question mark. You would think that it was like Christmas, like for us. Like we would like, well, I'll be like, bro, Shamrock Shake season is upon us. You know what I mean? And hit the local <laughs> McDonald's. There'd be times we wouldn't go. We would not be talking. And then like, hey, yo, it's Shamrock Shake season. <laughs> oh, let's go through. Let's, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like it, it's funny too. Remember when they ran that one McDonald's ad that had the Craig Mack song in it? That's right, and dude. The, that was like the last oh track on your God. solo project, dude. I I kid you. Not, you have all like the memories, man. I, I forgot about that. Oh, that's it's how, all connected. I make these connections <laughs> in my mind. That's how I, that's how I operate. So if anyone would like to support dual dialects, don't send us money. Send us send us Shamrock shakes, yeah, please. Yeah. McDonald's or, or, um, gift cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. a large with whipped cream. Yeah, you can just like send the DoorDash <laughs> directly you. to our front steps. Yeah. Our addresses are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> you thought. Um, so where can you listen to Dual Dialects? We kind of talked about it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, everything that we've done so far is just on SoundCloud mm-hmm. because that's how we used to roll. Mm-hmm. We didn't have like the funds to, or like the knowledge of like distribution. Yeah. Um, so everything's just on like the easiest platforms yeah. to access, yeah. which would be SoundCloud. Yeah. But um, our new stuff will definitely be on Spotify. That's right. Um mm-hmm. As long as we can <laughs> avoid any <laughs> controversy yeah. uh, in terms of samples, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. you know how it is, yeah. yeah. But Rough. yeah, yeah we will we will make sure we are heard. Yeah, and we'll be trying to play more shows. Mm-hmm. We have one coming up in April. Ooh, mm-hmm. let's go! Keep us keep posted, y'all, because we're gonna have you know we're gonna start. We're, this is dual dialects is back in gear yeah. for, for sure. We're the, back yeah. in the come up starts trying to do now. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. And now, where can you listen to J Lock? J-Lock is on Spotify. That's right. Those who wait, those who sleep on Spotify. (laughs) Yes. Go run that John up. Please. You mean a lot to me. It's one of my my passion projects. Please listen to it. It's fire. Um, So what went into making your EPs for J-Lock? So I had this this file in my notes app going for such a long time. It was just like a bunch of thoughts that I had, um, random bars, um, concepts, and... I started with this demo of mm-hmm. Black Paper Moon, the intro track. Um, so good, by the way. It's really good, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. Very good. Um, and Black Paper Moon, that title comes from uh, the season two intro of Soul Eater, which mm-hmm. is like my favorite anime of all mm-hmm. time. And I had a couple references to it within that uh, song. And I thought it'd be really cool if, because I love concept albums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to like do something conceptually for the longest time. I was trying to write an album about going to space and it wasn't coming <laughs> out. So I thought I'll go all in on the soul leader idea. And eventually I had like enough tracks for an EP and I put it out. I was like making some waves as a producer, uh, within this like little underground, uh, internet scene. Um, I'd been kind of linking with this, uh, rapper called Kill Bill. Mm. Um, he put me on after I remixed the track he did. Um, so I was getting a little bit of a following. So I decided it was time to finally like step out of the shadows and kind of like reassert myself as J Lock, yeah. like a actual rapper. Um, and then those who uh, wake came about as just like the continuation of that project. Like you're going even further into that concept of like living within that world of Soul Eater. Um, being more intentional with my references. Yeah. Um, and that whole, the two EPs as a whole are Soul Circadia. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. They're both really good, They're guys. Fantastic. So you should go listen to them. <laughs> Run them up, dude. Run them up. <laughs> um, so you guys have started playing live shows. I saw you guys live mm-hmm. at yeah, Fear and Loathing, which right. was so sick. I was like, this is oh, so cool. Yeah. It was it's so awesome. So I, think, I think, was that our first live show back? That as was... Was it? I don't know. Because I know, I, no, we did Moment 2 first. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second live show back. And that I will think. be the third show. Yeah. Also. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going back to Moment 2. Yeah. How does it feel like coming back 
Like, it feels what? great. That's amazing. It feels awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was I was super nervous before that first show because it's been like how many years since yeah. I rapped in front of people. <laughs> um, but no, I got right back into it. Yeah, it no. was great to have Sino there with me because oh, it's just sure. like he's been there from the start. Yeah. He yeah. used to be like the one who had all the confidence on the microphone. <laughs> so. Dude, I growing up like we did we did shows like it was it used to be like back to back to like Mr. Armine and that show we did mm-hmm. like. That, that one where I just hid behind the turntable. Yeah, the time it used to be me in the front and Locke was in the back producing kind of yeah. thing, you know, can step out for a song or two. And now mm-hmm. it's like I'm the I'm the featured guest, yeah. and I love that because mm-hmm. it's like get to see my boy shine, and we also mm-hmm. get to still do music together as a duo. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm and I'm really hopeful. I'm really really hopeful that our our next project we're gonna have like a lot more of that like that dual dialects mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. um, yeah. spirit. You know, I'm so. trying to tap into this this hip hop scene in Philly too that I haven't like gotten the chance to explore I've been, yet. I I'm literally like don't even it. know where it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, I need I'm, to, I'm I want to do it. I remember yeah. Cecil uh, Records is no longer around, but that was yeah. kind of like where it was happening for mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm aware of a few people within the scene, like my cousin Kaiser. Who Kaiser met, unique. Um, yeah. And to Wobie, but like, I'm looking for more people to yeah. like link with. Cause I feel like Philly needs that. Yeah, like, man. We need a, a Hip hop scene, you find like them, the the you scene. find them, send them my way. Yeah, yeah <laughs> well, for sure. If you find I them, want, send them our way. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm trying to find them. It's nah. like so difficult. I know, and it shouldn't like be because it's Philadelphia. Like, it's what's going it is on? Literally I think Phil, I think Philly has such a rich history of hip hop. Mm. Like this yeah. is where the roots are from. This is yeah, where exactly. Baja Media is from. Like these are like, the, uh, what are they called? The Mountain Brothers. Like these are like like real hip-hop acts came out of here mm-hmm. and like and it's just in general like a big music scene you know what yeah. we need to do we need to restart the soul quarians i'm trying to tell you right now <laughs> if you are listening and you do neo soul hip-hop or you're just afrocentric as a mug come over to dual dialect for you our address is <laughs> <laughs> no for real though come come link come link up with the dialects we have plenty of talent to go around and we'd yeah. love to talk to some more people who are also can, talented can you can you make an instagram account for us first? yeah also yeah, I was just <laughs> uh keep in mind uh we have so um <clears throat> we uh, don't have an instagram at the moment we will but for now follow jlock yeah, we gotta focus on the music first yeah but we will have a, we will you have a, hit me a, up. yeah hit up jlock he'll 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 dm dm him <laughs> and be like and be like i'm here to work yeah yeah whoop whoop you know no, what no, i mean no, and he'll no don't don't, don't know that. what it means make sure I'll, you say yeah yeah whoop whoop too like so I know who to block. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll take you very seriously oh if you do gosh. that. No, dude, for real. But yeah. <laughs> well, this is the end of the interview. Damn. So bro. I'm gonna let you guys plug whatever you got coming up and oh, tell the man. people what to look out for. Shoot. Just look out for the Lex. Look out for the Lex. Lex for life, mm-hmm. everybody. <laughs> that is J Lock and Sino Show. We are dual dialects. Follow J-Lock on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And if you're really interested, and you should be, go to SoundCloud, look up Dual Dialects, D-U-A-L-D-I-A-L-E-X, all caps, and go listen to any of those albums. I recommend listening to um, Duology, listen to songs like Sight. Study of Rhyme. Listen to, to, I don't even, all those songs, man. Mm -hmm. All of them are good. Trust me. Us, also, Sino Show, I believe, is also on SoundCloud. Sino Show is also on SoundCloud. 101% Ooh. hip-hop. You can go listen to some of my old the EP mixtape. stuff. If you want to listen to some of those old mixtapes, I I rapped over some classic beats. So if you want to know if I really got it, for real, for real, you can listen to those too. And shout out to all the other people that we've worked with so far. Shout mm-hmm. out to Bristle 2. Shout out to Joey Laces. Yeah. Shout out to Kaiser Unique, man. Shout, yes. out to, shout out to all those folks, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks guys so much. Thank you for having us. And to the listeners, he took everything I was already going to say. So just make sure (laughs) you always stay groovy.